Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The World Cup. What a World Cup it was. It's been a fantastic tournament, all the politics aside, and what a final it was. Possibly the greatest ever. 22 minutes elapsed, and a chance now for Argentina to take a 1-0 lead. Messi staring, fixated at the ball. He strides up now, slows, and Lionel Messi has buried it. It's a goal to Argentina. And then Molina brings it back into midfield to DePaul. Over to Messi. Lovely touch to Alvarez. Now DePaul's kept on running. He's in behind the defence. Here you go, Argentina. They've gone to the left, and the shot comes in, and it's in from Angel Di Maria. Score here, and there is still time. It'll be Kylian Mbappe who will take this penalty. Currently, Lionel Messi leads the golden boot with six goals. Mbappe can level him again with a six goal here. Mbappe steps up, strikes it, and he has netted it. France get the goal. More comfortable against Croatia. Here they go again, France. And then, oh, what a wonderful finish from Kylian Mbappe. Uh, getting momentum back here, Argentina. Intricate piece of play, right side of the box. Shot comes in. Right at Lloris. Off the goal line. Did it go in? Has it gone in? It was cleared off the line. And it is a goal. Argentina have scored. For his hat-trick, Kylian Mbappe, and to tie the final at 3-all, stands over it. A right-footed strike coming up. Mbappe creeps towards it, and he's buried it. Kylian Mbappe has a hat-trick, and Kylian Mbappe has tied the World Cup final at 3-all in extra time. He scored two penalties in the 120 minutes of the game. Can he make it three from three from the spots? Kylian Mbappe first up for France. Mbappe steps up, strikes it, and gets it. Martinez guessed the right way for Argentina, but Mbappe hit it with power and got it over the diving goalkeeper, and it's 1-0 for, uh, for France. Now it's Kingsley Coman to make it 2-1 to France. Coman's right foot comes up, saved by Martinez! Emiliano Martinez stops it! Aurelien Chouameni made to wait. He circles around the 18-yard box. Now he steadies himself. It'll be his right foot. Chouameni steps up, and he's hit it wide! He has hit it wide! Aurelien Chouameni has missed. He's dragged his shot to the left. Now one kick away from a World Cup. This is it. Gonzalo Montiel, the man who gave away the handball that drew France level at 3-all at the end of extra time. Gonzalo Montiel for Argentina. The world waits. Montiel steps up and he's put it in the back of the net and it's Argentina. Montiel has scored and Argentina have won the World Cup. A destiny has been fulfilled. The journey is complete. Argentina are World Cup champions. They've won on penalties 4-2, 36 years since their last and now their national badge can be decorated with a third star. 1978, 1986, and now 2022. Argentina, three-time world champions. Noel Barclay joins us, former All-White, to talk this World Cup and that World Cup final. Uh, Noel, 
Fantastic win by Argentina, fantastic final. Could have been so much different if the French had bothered to turn up for the first 70 minutes. Yeah, I still can't believe what I saw in that first first half. I mean, it was looking like it was going to be a pretty drab World Cup final. Um, and you know, who knows whether the illness that, that they had around the camp um, played a part. But um, tactically, Argentina got it right. I think playing... Um, Di Maria against Dembele uh, was obviously was was uh, it was a good call. Giroud didn't look up to, it and then you know Deschamps had to make some early decisions. And uh, because to be honest, they were they were pretty poor. Yeah, they were really poor. Um, but we didn't. I don't know how much of that was down to illness because I mean, if that was the case, they would have fallen right away, sort of towards the end of the game. But they actually came back into it. Um, so I, I don't know. I just think there was a lethargy there, and we saw some of that. I thought in the semi final because against Morocco, I thought at times they looked leaderless, they looked directionless, they almost didn't know what they were supposed to be doing. Yeah, and I think I think the game turned out a bit different to you know what we thought it might. I mean, in terms of. France being on the front foot, keeping possession, uh, Argentina def- being defensive and so on. Um, but I think the fact that they started De Maria almost sort of signaled a bit of an intent that they actually weren't going to do that because they've done that in previous games and then just relied on the little man to, to, to get them through. And um, they, it was quite, more, quite a bit more positive in that regard. But yeah, look, Fran- France were, were awful. Um, Mbappe, you know, it, wasn't, it was almost like he wasn't playing. Um, and then all of a sudden you get this genius in the 20-minute spell and, uh, you know, here we have a game going to extra time and penalties and so on. Look, it's just incredible. Um, it, was a, it was a very, very exciting game of football for, for football fans and just for sports fans. And, um, you know, we, we know World Cup finals have a history of being pretty lethargic, and, um, but this certainly wasn't one of those. And um, in, in, the, in the end, um, it wasn't just France versus um, Argentina. It was Messi versus Mbappe. Um, uh, and uh, fitting that they were the guys that picked up the, the uh, Golden Ball, Golden Ball, Golden Boot Awards, and um, yeah, and they deserved it. Yeah, they did. They, and um, uh, Emiliano Martinez as well. Uh, you know, love him or hate him, uh, he certainly he certainly got a few detractors. But man, what a goalkeeper! Um, the pe- the saves he's made in those penalty shootouts and in normal time as well in this tournament. Well, that save at the end um, from the French sub striker, uh, I mean, that was, go- that was game over, wasn't it? You know, mm. a minute to go in, in extra time. And uh, he got his foot out, but it wasn't, didn't just hit him. He got his foot out to actually stop it, you know. So yeah, he had a, he, he, he's a, obviously star quality. I mean, he, in the shootouts, he saved them. Um, and in the games, he made some amazing saves. So, uh, yeah, look, in the end, I don't think there'll be too many people, unless you're French, unhappy with a, a messy win, um, you know, to do, to, to come back from the dead uh, at 36 and be so influential in almost every game that he played in this World Cup. He, he was just outstanding. And, uh, you know, he, he, I mean, there's Pelly and there's Maradona and, and there's Messi, and I don't know if he's one, two, and three, but it's they're definitely even three for me. Yeah, definitely the three. I, it's funny because we'll get to that conversation about the, the whole GOAT conversation because uh, I've got a few thoughts on that, Noel. But we should talk this game um, and the way that Argentina bossed it to start with. I mean, they probably really should have buried the French. They should have had more than two goals by 70 minutes. Yeah, and I, and I thought they had a bit of a shout for a penalty too through that game. I, I mean, the, ref, the referee did great. I mean, I, one of my concerns, I, I haven't been impressed with the referee and with this tournament at all. Um, and the, I was worried about the referee. And he, I mean, he got, 
he got, I think, pretty much most of the calls right. As he saw, even Dean was uh, giving him a pat on the back uh, this morning as well. But uh, so he did well. But um, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, they could have been three at them certainly, um, and possession, and, and could have could have keep, put the game beyond on reach. Um, but they, I, it's not Argentina, is it? They just don't keep. That's not how they play. They get two up and then they sit back. They've done that. They've done it against the Dutch. Um, and uh, yet again, they they let um, and in fact, it was messy to give the ball away, of course, with the Mbappe's um, second goal. So yeah, unbelievable, just incredible, incredible spectacle, and uh, and probably a good way to finish this World Cup. Um, you know, it, it's not without its controversies, um, but um, you always say in sports that you always remember the final, and um, this will be remembered for a long time. Yeah, it will be. I mean, it, I was having this conversation with a mate of mine and. I've seen every World Cup final since 82, and I think 82, 86, and 2006 were all good World Cup finals, and then they were exciting, and uh, teams were playing football. The rest are all pretty boring and forgettable. Um, but is this the greatest World Cup final ever? Oh, 80, 82 for me would be would be the greatest. Um, I think the fact that France were so so poor it's hard to sort of rate it as the best ever because you know I mean they were just awful um, I mean it's it just uncharacteristic and I, I don't know what's going on there I mean I think that's as we know that's probably the end of Deschamps so there's no doubt that Zidane will replace him I would think um, but yeah it, it's a bit of a shame because he's you know he's done amazingly well with, with that group and he's won he's won trophies and uh, yeah um, yeah it, it's difficult to call it the best when France was so poor for so long not bad for a water carrier, though, is he, Deschamps? Yeah, and you know he gets a lot of stick in France, um, and he had some some challenges, really, didn't he, with with the injuries that he had and with key players, and sickness, and Varane getting hurt just early on before the tournament looked like he was out, and of course he beat, he had a, he was a, he was absolutely fabulous. Um, so yeah, he, it's um, he, he will get some stick, but uh, I don't, it's not his fault today. I think the players let him down. Yeah, I, well, I think you know. I don't know what you thought, but I, I I watched both semi-finals, and off the semi off the back of the semi-finals, I went Argentina are going to win this final uh, because they just played with so much energy and so much purpose, and France just looked like you'd almost suggest that they looked like they couldn't be bothered. I know that's not the case, but that's kind of how it, how it felt. Yeah, I mean, I think the Argentina, you know, losing that first game early on. Obviously, did them a lot of good, um, and they regrouped from that. And I think they they were you could see you could see you know it, the way they sort of engaged with each other that they were a real team. France, and um, you know, and, and and it's been the case with French teams in the past that it is very individualistic, and of course, then that it was again today and right through this tournament, relying on Mbappe um, Giroud to sort of pull them out of holes at times. So I, I think the the t- togetherness and the unity that. Um, Argentina had were was the difference. They they looked like a team that all wanted to win. Subs, everybody, and um, France um, not the same. No, not the same at all. Uh, well, let, let's move on to the goat question then. I, I I think you know the the ongoing battle we've had for the last fifteen years, Messi or Ronaldo, Messi or Ronaldo, has well and truly been put to bed now, hasn't it? Um, reluctantly, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think we saw Ronaldo in uh, this year right through, and um, and, and then longevity. It's not just about longevity, um, you know, because you know everybody players run energy at different ages. To, to be able to, to do what he did today, which he's consistently done now for you know, a couple of decades, uh, is absolutely incredible. 
Um, so yeah, he, he's a, he's number one. Um, absolutely, he's won everything ten times over, and um, yeah, it's just an enigma. And I, I believe he's talking about playing in in um, in uh, twenty six, which, to be honest, would be great. <laughs> I'd love to see him play again. Well, he'll be thirty nine, I think, by then. So that'll be—I suppose it's doable. Um, it's just it's just how he manages himself from here. Some talk about him going to the MLS, but um, I, I was thinking about Maradona and Messi, and I was thinking, you know, because there had been, I thought, some parallels between eighty six and this in terms of, you know, eighty six was very much Maradona and Kinesia, uh, and then a bunch of you know sort of journeyman type players. I know this Argentinian team's probably slightly better, but it has very much felt like you know uh, Messi and Alvarez, and then and then the supporting cast. Yeah, look, it, it, it certainly has been like that, um, and the supporting cast hasn't been too bad, of course. You know, I mean, the, the, you know, the workhorse there, people prepared to do the running, um, so that Messi didn't have the track, and in the end, that gave him the energy to sort of make the difference. I think the problem with the Maradona versus Messi goat issue is that, um, you know, well documented, Maradona um, didn't do it for very long, um, you know, and he sort of. Came, you know, he had some issues and came back into the game and so on. So he had a bit of a checkered career. Messi's been clean cut, really. He, there's never been any, never, never been any stories. There was talk, talks about tax and all that sort of stuff, but that's to do with agents and management teams and so on. He, he's just been an impeccable professional um, all the time. And even when he when he in defeat, you know, and it was tough for him when he lost. The, in, in Brazil, um, and but eight years later he pops back and he, he wins the golden ball. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, that's just phenomenal. Yeah, I, I mean, I look at it this way. I don't know that Messi could have done what he's done in the 80s when Maradona was playing and vice versa. I don't know that Maradona uh, could have been a professional given his lifestyle choices in the modern game. And so it's kind of, uh, you know, uh, they're both in the right place in the right time, if you like. Yeah, and he knows all those all those um, hormones they were injecting Messi when he was seven, when he went to Barcelona. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that's even helped us with his longevity. Um, but yeah, he, he's just he's been around so long, and he's at the top of the top of his game, and he is he is the goat. He is the goat. He is the goat indeed. Noel, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Always good to chat. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Maybe now you can get some uh, regular sleep patterns going. The World Cups over. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Noel Barclay with us.